Hey everybody, welcome to the B-Roll Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm awake, Justin. He is awake. I can verify for all the people listening at home or that's on the great. bus. I love it. Lack of coffee. I have had one coffee and that's not nearly enough. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't record on Sundays. That always seems oh, like you pick any the day. week is caught up to us. Oh no, this is peak energy. This is... <laughs> <laughs> It's like it goes here and down and occasional upswings. That's when I find the cocaine again. Oh. But that's when I don't do cocaine. <laughs> Just Back cops away from cops that who joke. listen to this. <laughs> we don't do drugs, I promise. This is an anti drug pun. It's not that either. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, um, it's anti illegal drugs. Uh, okay. And I'm not pro legal drugs. I'm just, you know, <laughs> they're there if they're legal. And you this is the B-roll what are we talking politics? about? <laughs> what are we talking about? Man, we have got a barn burner of an episode Ooh, planned for you folks today. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna light a fire under Hollywood's ass. I hope you got a spare hour and a half because that's how long gonna, this one's gonna it's run. It's gonna scorch you. That's Ooh. what you're gonna get. But first, pop a firestorm. Justin, how was your week? My week was long and bad. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was fun. I it's the same length of the, as every other week. Yeah. <laughs> Objectively, yes. Yeah. Subjectively, no. Yes. Um, I mean, it actually wasn't that bad, honestly. Yeah. I had three days off, which is a nice treat when that comes up. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually went out to a nice restaurant on Thursday. Nice. Treated myself to what can only be described as too much of every food. Good. It's a classy restaurant, so I expected, like, <laughs> oh, it's going to be kind of like nice-sized portions. But no, it was a steak as thick as my fist and Jeez. a baked potato of equal size filled with sour cream. Uh, <laughs> oh, sounds good. Oh, it was it was delicious. But after I was just like, that was great. And then I stood up, and it's like, mm. you know when you drink a lot sometimes? Mm. And then it's like, oh, that's nothing is happening to me. And then you stand up, and it's, it's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what six tequilas feel like in the form of just a shotgun. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was that bit of food and wonderful and just, yeah, that was a very good time for me. Nice, nice. Yeah, relaxing kind of week. Good. How about you? Uh, ups and downs. Ups and um, downs. I finally got around to playing Ultra Street Fighter 4 and I fucking hate it. Yep. It's impossible. It's, I, I've tried three separate occasions to learn the combos. It is impossible to play. They make up comp. I don't, like. It's so hard. Professional Street Fighter matches, like, they don't look impressive, but then you realize what they're doing. I could, it took me, like, no joke, an hour to figure out how to do a fucking sonic boom. Yeah. It's (laughs) so, like, I hate it. And they don't even use that much in the professional level. Like, maybe I'm just, like, dumbed down by Mortal Kombat style, which is, like, simple combos. Simple combos. It's more about. I much prefer Mortal Kombat to Street Fighter. I know, and uh, like I feel like Street Fighter might be the objectively better, like in terms of like if you are into fighting games. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you that I prefer my Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like I, I prefer. I guess I'm, a, I'm a simple guy. I prefer a fighting game that I can invite friends over for a quick pick up and play. Yeah. I don't like being the guy at a f- during a fighting game who knows all the combos yeah. better than everybody. Mortal Kombat does. It does reward like timing and like yeah. knowing your way around. Kind Easy of thing. to learn, hard to master. Yeah, I think is Mortal Kombat. Whereas Street Fighter is fuck you. You'll <laughs> never learn. You're worthless. Your but parents when you do, you. you become just uh, a beast, just <laughs> a terror. <laughs> yeah. So I did that. Um. Uh, yesterday I went to Lake Fest. Um. That sounds fake. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Basically, it's like if you stepped onto the cover of a Mac DeMarco album. Mm, um, I don't want I that. love Mac DeMarco. <laughs> He's great. He's a Canadian treasure. Um, we need those. We do. Do we have... We bes- besides Mac? We got the Joel Plaskett. Shad. Shad. Shad, debatably. He's a good... He's a nice host. Yeah, he's a good host. Um, better. 
Uh, um, uh, Sloan. Sloan, yeah, sure. There we go. Great uh, Neil, Neil Young. C. I, I'm not a fan of Great Big C, uh, but I can't say that where I'm from. Oh, hey, Rosetta. My hey, Rosetta. There my you go. Plenty girls. of Canadian things. But no, this was like, um, it was out in the, uh, it was brought by a lake. There were just some bands playing music while well, a bunch of very attractive people just swam around on the lake. Like <laughs> I was by far, the performance? I was like by far the ugliest person there. Oh, <laughs> Everyone dude, was so handsome hey, and beautiful. You're a good looking dude. No, That's they not... were like, ridi- like, it was ridiculous. Like they all wore like cool sunglasses and they were no all like shirts. hot hipsters. It was like, I felt so out of place. It's my people. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was kind of chill. There was like, the first band I saw was, was really nice. It was like laid back. They sounded like Mac DeMarco. The other guy was like, basically like filleting the mic and screaming. Which didn't really work for the setting. Wait, like, like screaming like the music I listen to, screaming or just like. Oh, not that. Okay, never mind. That's more. Like, like more hardcore than metal. I'm like I, 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 yeah, like it was very punky. Um, Okay, yeah, that's not. I I like punk. I just it just didn't fit the the setting. I like it, but it's like from what you've made the sound like, (laughs) the hipsters would melt. (laughs) Yeah. But it was it was a cool scene, um, so that was kind of. They would stab did. that band with their pitchforks. Oh, you're the worst. The worst. Um, yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, and that's kind of it for my week. Subjectively, mm-hmm. I think we can. I'm going to speak for both of us. We had some underwhelming appetizers after. <laughs> I was fine with my after the movie we saw yeah. for appetizers. I was fine with mine. Mm. Yours was just salt. Yeah, it was just sold. <laughs> <laughs> it was beer, like, fuel. Well, yeah, it's... I, I never go to a bar... It wasn't even a bar. I never go anywhere expecting, like, oh, this food will be... is. It's totally not designed just to make me thirsty and want <laughs> another beer. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I, me and potato skins have a good relationship in this Yeah, they, were, they weren't the best potato skins <laughs> at this unnamed They were potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get down to it. So, uh, first off, there's a little story here. Uh, we were, first off, we had a debate yep. about what movie to see. We were going to see either Monster, Closet Monster, or... Monster Closet. I always say Monster Closet. <laughs> um, closet Monster, uh, which is like a Canadian uh, psychological... I don't think it was horror From what horror, I can tell, yeah. it's more drama. Drama-y with like, I think it looked like it had surreal yeah. Surreal drama. Yeah. Growing up kind uh, of thing. Or are we going to see our kind of traitor, the Ewan McGregor thriller, political yep. thriller movie? Political um, thriller, spy thriller kind of thing. So Justin made a case for that. I made a case for Closet Monster. I, I guess I won. Yeah, no, I got uh, you you won me over. I got into it. Um, But then we checked the show times and it turns out uh, our kind of traitor wasn't even playing when we could have seen it, so our debate was pointless. The debate kind of ended as that movie was beginning. <laughs> yeah. uh, so then we went to the theater and we found out Closet Monster wasn't playing because in between like the two hours we checked the show times, they changed it. Yeah, they uh, just so canceled it. They just canceled it, I think, to make room for Suicide Squad, which is doing great. Gr- really? No. Oh, Everyone hates that movie. Apparently. I haven't seen it, but I have not I heard I thought meant box office-wise because I saw it I'm getting sure it'll make money. beaten to death in the reviews. What could, yeah, the reviews aren't good, but it has no like competition for the box office. Apparently, the like, person playing Harley Quinn and the person playing well, Will Smith. Yeah, the I person. <laughs> you know, the dead shot man. Yeah, the girl from Wolf of Wall Street. They're getting a lot of credit. Like yeah, they, they seem Apparently like they do a solid job, which is fine. Yeah, and good. I think the characters are probably fine. Yeah. My assumptions of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's our review. 
our assumptions of Suicide Squad. Bye, yeah. everybody. More interesting than... No, so we were like at the theater at 10. There was very little else showing. Um, Suicide Squad was only playing in 3D, which we've kind of Fucking put a... Th- okay. A no, we've definitely talked about this enough. I might yeah. write something for the webpage. Just yeah, like we're just... It has to be a very big movie for me to want to plop down 3D. Like 14 bucks. Yeah, it's, I'm not... It's bananas. <laughs> so we were kind of very reluctantly... Okay, I it was either the movie we saw, away, it was either the movie we saw or Bad Moms. Yeah, and so we went to see the new Jason Bourne movie. Is it just aptly titled Born? Jason Bourne? Oh, it's called Jason. Just I Jason it was just Bourne. Bourne. I would have gone with Born Again, but that would have been funny. <laughs> Reborn. So before we talk about the movie, Justin, what are your what's your experience with the Bourne quadrilogy? Oh, well, five quintilogy. Quintilogy at this point, yeah. That's me. Just made up a word. Um, works for me. Yeah, it's fine. Um, they're fine. <laughs> yeah. I've like I've never been before this one. They've always been just kind of like mediocre to me. Like I was never offend. I was offended by the shaky cam. Yeah. Because that is hard on the fucking brain. But like, they're pretty standard. They're just like decent action. Like it's very like specific kind of fight scenes. Like yeah, meant to look brutal but come off a little too choreographed. And that's they are like the line. like Bush era administration action movie to they me. Are. When, I, when I think of like the Bush years, like the the skullduggery, yeah. the the geopolitical maneuvering, all that stuff. The it is like cartoonishly villainous Republicans. Yeah, it's very. The, I personally, I've I think I've only ever really seen Born Supremacy. I'm sure I've seen Identity. I've and seen Ultimatum. Ultimatum and Supremacy. Yeah, I. Th- like, but, they, but the problem is, like, they for me, they leave such a small impression on me yeah. because the shaking cam doesn't leave you with any images that, yeah. like, really stick There's in your no head. There's no still shot. Like, you can barely, yeah. like, the faces are never even really, like, in yeah. solid focus. So. Uh, oh, oh, before we start. Go. Um, and this can come up again, but, like, my overarching thing is you mentioned that they were kind of, they're kind of known as, like, the thinking man's action movie, and I yeah. don't get that. I We'll get into this more, but I think Captain America: Civil War has more <laughs> to say intelligently than this movie it's does. Expositions always show, don't tell. Yeah. Uh, so let's just do the plot. Uh, Jason Bourne, uh, for those who don't know, is a super secret spy who yep. got amnesia, lost all his memories, brainwashed uh, for a secret program, so he could essentially be like the perfect agent because there's no way to track him. Kind yeah. Of thing. Um, uh, but in the last three movies, he got his memories back. Uh, so now he's just kind of living in got Greece. His memories back in three movies in a row somehow. Yeah, he lost them. Keep tapping. Lost them, got them back. Um, he is then somehow, dr- in very ridiculous way, he's dragged in back into this uh, plot involving uh, this Facebook allegory company called that's Deep Dream. That uh, Deep Dream that's launching this new like. Um, basically surveillance sort of thing that it's going to use with the government. Like a backdoor thing. Yeah. It's, it's commentary on like Patriot Act. Yeah, it's, it's and it's uh, f- clearly influenced by Snowden. Like there's even yeah. a line where it's like, this hack is bigger than Snowden. They mentioned him twice in the movie. Yeah. They keep mentioning him. Topical. Um, Still. For this movie. Yeah, um, so Bourne is dragged back into like killing people. Um, I think he's because he wants by like, he's like more information is being offered to him by. Yeah, they, they say they've got info about his father. Uh, yeah. So. Who is also. No, this is established really earlier. His father, who is involved in the creation of the program. Yeah. Um, so he hops around from Greece to France to London to Las Vegas. Was he in Berlin at one point? Maybe it's not France. Maybe it was Berlin. Might have been. Might have been. Uh, it was like, I think it was four different cities. Um, yeah. 
So, Justin, I think people can probably tell at this point, but what did you think of Jason Bourne? I don't remember. (laughs) It was one of the most amazingly forgettable movies I've ever seen. This was more forgettable than The Purge, in in terms of the shaky cam. This is... There are at least, like, moments in The Purge that I can, like, have. There are shots in The Purge that that are put on a tripod. Yeah, even if let's frame this. Even if like I didn't necessarily like those shots in the purge, they were like I remember them because I can still kind of remember some shots in the purge. You made an he made an image, yeah, which is the idea. I think this entire movie was shot on handheld. Yeah, it's the most shaky movie I think I've I've seen in a very long time. I kind of get it in situations where it's like crowd scenes or fights or things like that. They really overdid it in fights, but I kind of get it in those situations. But like, it was shaky cam when they were having conversations in a boardroom, which like random zooms in to zoom ins to see Tommy Lee Jones's wrinkled. My understanding was that shaky cam was used to kind of convey action like convey like well this like goes back to like saving private ryan when like i think spielberg really that popularized also had tripods <laughs> yeah but, like spielberg popularized because that, that that opening scene yeah. in, in saving private ryan the big normandy fight uses a lot of shaky cam to convey well, the a sense of, of confusion a sense of adrenaline it's supposed to be chaotic yes. and also the it got first used when the guy got fucking concussed when like an right. explosion like a shell landed beside him so our, our, my, my point is it was used for a reason unless <laughs> all of the characters in born do have head trauma which would explain a lot <laughs> There's a scene like where someone gets like wickedly decked. Yeah, and it's alive for a bit. This woman's like riding a motorcycle. She gets shot in the chest, jerks her head up, and like bangs her head on like a door. She gets shot in the center of mass with a sniper rifle. So <laughs> one of her organs is gone, and they're just both like. And she's still alive <laughs> for a good amount of time. She has to be shot again, not yeah. succumb to literally her head whipped into a. W- no, that happens fucking twice. Cause yeah. Born swings. Like yeah, it's spoiler, 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 spoiler. Don't watch this movie, but spoiler. Um. At one point, Bourne gets his, like, something attached to a wire to get off a rope. To get off a roof. Do you not remember this? It's fine if you don't. I'm trying. He, like, has a rope thing. And he oh, yeah. Fucking whipped into, like, yeah. He has reaches his terminal velocity on an arc and smashes into a wall and then wa- wa- walks it off. Oh, yeah. Like, that's another problem I have. Like, this movie t- tries to be, like, these Bourne movies say, like, oh, we're realistic. It's like, what if uh, we had a super soldier in a very post 9 11 uh, serious world? But he's just as overpowered and ridiculous as a James Bond character. Is he a super like he's not even a super soldier because of like secret weaponizing, but he's just like a very good soldier with yeah. like the morality removed and excessive training. Yeah. That doesn't make your skull thicker. <laughs> like you learn to deal with pain, but a concussion shakes your fucking brain. It doesn't work like that. True. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I I think like the biggest problem I have is when it's it's so hard to grasp on to any is there scene. Was there ever a moment for you where you thought that Bourne was in danger? Because that's just not a thing that occurred to me. More than that, I didn't care. Yeah. Like, this is, for me, one of Matt Damon's weakest performances. He's so boring in yeah. this. He's just muscly. And that's, wh- like, Matt Damon determined. Is, is a good actor. He is a good actor. <laughs> like, but not... Not with, like... I just don't think Jason Bourne is a very deep character that's worth four movies at this point. Mm-hmm. He's just not. He's another angry killer white dude in a Hollywood field that has an endless supply of those. And they kind of wasted a premise too because like with the when you have like memories coming it's fine to have them like kind of automaton if their memories have been wiped and like they're a super soldier because mm-hmm. they're not supposed to have feelings but yeah. 
I thought the point was that it was coming back. So theoretically, his emotions should be getting like progressively cranked as he remembers everything. But he d- he doesn't. He remembers everything at this point. He remembers and everything. Sti- and he he's is as like, bland as he was in the first movie. He's as stiff as the fucking punches he throws yeah. in this movie. Were you impressed by the lack of CGI? Because I've read this in some one of the few repository reviews is like, oh, you know, summer that's just filled with CGI. It's nice to have practical effects. I w- but I think the shaky cam does a disservice to all those practical effects. Yeah. Because there are a lot of theoretically very impressive and they car look like explosions and thinking crashes. back on them, I imagine if these were in city shot, they'd look really good. Yeah, they'd look nice. But but I think the director, Paul Greengrass, does a big disservice to his tech department yeah. by making... Like, you have to fight with the camera to try to find a shot. Yeah. Like, there were multiple scenes where, like, someone's trying to read something, I and we like, struggled to try to read it. Was that the time when I always felt, it might even just because, like, it's like the effort of doing that, but I felt like they had extra shake when you had to read, like, brief text. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> this. I shouldn't have to be, like, fighting with a movie to understand the basics of it. The like, shaky cam thing kind of simulates, like, looking how looking around isn't 100% steady, but at the same time, I'm not just, like, <laughs> like gently vibrating everywhere. <laughs> Like I, I guess they're trying to go for for a more realistic vibe, but I think that That's completely goes against the re- like the inherent ridiculousness of this premise of this super soldier hopping around countries, murdering people and, and surviving like, killer blows. Yeah. It's like and like at a certain point it becomes. You do something that's realistic, but you do it too much, and it becomes unrealistic again. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of like the Nolan movies that that yeah. were like uh, the Batman ones that were so gritty, that they become almost like a parody it's of like themselves. Y- this is great, but life does have fucking daylight in it. Like, yeah, this is, it's a little much. Like like Frank Miller's later stuff, which is just yeah. nonstop. Like his Sin City comics, which are nonstop grit. If you want to see good practical effects, just watch Mad Max. That's yeah. that's my advice. If you're you looking, can actually see them. If you're looking for, yeah, and they're beautiful and yeah. they're so well done. I, I'll say one of the few things I liked was Tommy Lee Jones's performance. It yeah. was super standard, basic Tommy Lee Jones, grumpy CIA he's director. He's the Michael Caine of America. Yeah. But he's, he, he gets a funny line here and there, and <laughs> he looks a little more engaged than he usually is. He's really good for the part. Yeah. I like believe him as a like, grumpy yeah. authority figure. Yeah, it's natural for him at this point. Yeah. Um, but, but no, I really... I think this is just an example of a really terrible action movie that de- gives you no sense of geography or placement. Um, it's absolutely weightless. Like nothing yeah. seems to have any like. Sometimes I think value. the shaky cam works in big impacts. Yeah. Like when cars crash into each other, I think it has a nice chaos to it. But on the other hand, I think because it's also chaotic, it also lessens that impact because it yeah. just feels like. It's as shaky as it like, was when they were walking. Soured it, like, sort it to their credit. Like, it is a very chaotic movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's mostly crowd scenes and yeah. like, these kind of, like, large-scale conflict yeah. situations. But, like, even when it subsides, that's still there. And it's like, yeah. it's, like it's uh, very similar to my argument against 3D. It's just, like, it's fine in some situations, but you don't need it in everything. No. Like, like the reason we have shaky cam is because, like, Directors who were cheap back in the 60s bought really small, affordable, cheap, portable cameras and would use them. Yep. Using them for a big, like, $100 million big-budget movie just seems dumb to like me. Like, Spielberg did it, but he's fucking Spielberg. It's like he has nailed the medium so... Like, he he knows all the tools yeah. so he can go outside of them. Like. Yeah. 
yeah so i guess final thoughts on born i would not recommend this it's it's not fun it's i found it very tedious and boring it's two hours and it yeah. feels like two hours it's i was astonished that it was two like most action movies like unless they uh, have a story to tell yeah. they don't hang around that long no they try to keep i guess two hours is kind of the standard at this point but it's yeah. it's a it's a boring also, two there was hours. An, this is something that bugged me in just like a kind of strange way and i know this is a weird complaint but like one of the cia leads was an irish lady which is why she i could barely tell her accent she was. had like I'm, I'm convinced it was irish but the point being like non-american accent is like Odd. upper upper echelon cia which odd yeah, and it's not unheard of, but just like considering it's supposed to be Bush's America, that yeah. seems off. Yeah, that's a good point, I guess. Mm. Also, the action was junk. That's maybe my biggest yeah. complaint. Is, like the fight scenes were too choreographed. Maybe I, I could barely yeah. tell because like, yeah. again, like all the hard work I'm sure the tech and the fight choreographers went went into, is ruined yeah. by, by the shaky cam. Shivery. Like, I'm sure maybe if this was filmed with even 20% less shaky cam, we might have appreciated it. It feels vaguely just like a fever dream. Yeah. When you think, when you I think can, this, I will forget completely about this. So much of heat and weird light week. flashing. Yeah, yeah. No, I think like, we had a tough time just like, yeah. coming here. It's like, what's. There's I nothing. can't really describe to you a scene. No. I, a lot of times people say patriot. They do say patriot a lot. I feel like the one steady cam thing was the one thing in the trailer where he just decks a dude in one punch. But that's not even in the movie. In the mo- in that trailer, that that fa- that big shot in the trailer where like Bourne decks a dude with one shot. In the movie, it's a shaky cam shot again. Oh yeah, it, I remember because like yeah. it's it is like oh that was a cool shot in the trailer. It's ruined in the movie. Yeah, because they just t- twitch it up. <laughs> so that tells me they had steady cam shots they and they replaced every <laughs> single one with a shaky cam. They just like shook the like edited the footage to shiver. It's more like, shaky. It's like Michael Bay will at some point steady his shots like. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Noted good director Michael Bay. I like Pain and Gain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Every like everybody gets one. Shyamalan <laughs> had uh, six cents. Tell, tell him, Peter. What's an uh, apparently everyone gets one. <laughs> <laughs> what's another good Shyamalan movie? None. I hate them all. There you go. <laughs> all right. So Jason Bourne, I would not recommend it. Justin, would you recommend it? Nope. All right, fuck that movie. Moving on to yeah. recommendations. Uh, oh I'll boy, oh go boy, oh first boy. this time because I went last last time. I'll give you some time to think about Sweet. yours. <laughs> I came out so strong last time. All right, so I'm going to recommend an album. Um, I listened to it about 10 months ago and then kind of filed it away. Uh, and then I re- revisited about a week ago, and I've actually really kind of fallen in love with it. Um, it's Vega International Night School by Neon Indian. That's a series of words. That's a mouthful. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been out hipsters. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know of this group. It's one guy. I don't know of this man. <laughs> uh, he worked a lot in Vaporwave um, oh, okay. for like a couple of years, um, but that scene's kind of died. Hmm. So he's kind of moved on uh, to this uh, really just catchy, danceable music, which Night School is, is primarily about. Um, <laughs> it's it's not like a concept album, but it, it kind of paints the portrait of like a night um in Miami in the 80s is, is kind of the vibe you get. Yep. Um, just really smooth sense, really bright, poppy production, kind of funny, like um, jokey lyrics. Yep. Um, just really smooth, clean production. It's it's just really catchy and danceable. Um, is it lighter, like content-wise? Yeah, like, like okay. there's like one song that's about like a tribute to a porno mag. 
Oh, okay. Um, so he, it's not taking himself seriously whatsoever. He's as he should. Very much joking. Um, but I think it's a really enjoyable album if you want to listen to just like the brief singles, like just pick them out one by one. Okay. Or it it's a really good album to have kind of in the background of a party. It's just it's just nice, smooth. There's like there's it it's really well structured for a party because there's it starts out with a lot of big dance stuff, uh, kind of dips a bit in the middle and then like picks up for the bigger dance stuff near the end. Nice. Um, if you want to like maybe test your how do you think you'd feel about this? I think I'd recommend one song to listen to from it is News from the Sun. Um, it's the album closer. I like that title. <laughs> um, it's really good. It's probably my favorite song from the album. It's mm. just um, insanely catchy. Like so much from this album is just ridiculously catchy. Um, yeah, so I would say Vega International Night School by Neon Indian. Big recommendation. Sounds like we have to have a party. Woohoo! Not here. <laughs> B-roll podcast party. Tickets, $5 at the door. Um, <laughs> one of our tiny apartments you can come it's to. It's just a bunch of remixes of our reviews. <laughs> Warcraft sucks, sucks, sucks. Um, How did that ha- happen? I, I figured out my recommendation. Um, there's a recommendation that gives context to a lot of other media, which is I have begun, I say begun, I'm like halfway through, reading Joseph Conrad's Heart of Darkness. Ooh. Yeah. And uh, it's a book that I initially didn't think would hold up just because, like, it's it's very much written in the style of its time. Like, it's yeah. not super old, but it's still written that kind of, like, yeah. 1900s kind of. 1800s? I'm not very sure. I thought it was, like, late 1800s. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's still colonization, but, like, mm-hmm. much after the beginning kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, I like it, A, for what it is. It's actually very engaging. And you kind of you get to watch a descent of a character. Which I enjoy, mm-hmm. kind of like because there's a. M- it starts out essentially there's a monster, but then it's it's a human being monster. But then you're just like, oh, he's making. We're all we're all monsters. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely situational. But mm-hmm. a big thing that I appreciate about this is that Heart of Darkness kind of became the center for so many movies and TV mm-hmm. shows and video games and all this. Yeah. Like that exactly. that kind of narrative of just like it's not about. It's not about an individual. We all have this potential for cruelty, and mm-hmm. cruelty is entirely subjective. It's based on opinion. Yeah. And I, I, it makes a lot of movies make a lot more sense. Like Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse is a now. big one. A very good example. Of yeah. Watch Apocalypse Now. That's a good one. That's my movie recommendation for this week. Watch Apocalypse Now. But which one? The original theater cut or the Coppola Redux version? Of <laughs> course. They're very different. Yeah, they are. I don't know <laughs> how, but Redux is like much longer. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. Hey, Cop- Coppola can go up his own ass a little he bit sometimes. Can. Well, he nearly got everyone killed during Maybe. that movie. <laughs> that's kind of his thing now. Poor Martin Sheen. He is to humans as the director of Ben-Hur was to horses. Oh, those poor horses. So many. Oh, my God. Milo and Otis to dogs. Mm-hmm. There was a weird time. I'm glad the SPCA got on top of that. Yeah. So many Westerns would just get horses killed. Yeah, whatever. Well, we have more horses. <laughs> Make sure John Wayne's comfortable, though. Oh. All those poor horses Pilgrim. probably got their backs broken. Yeah. Because yeah. he's fat. Yeah. <laughs> that is the biggest problem with John Wayne, not, yep. not the racism. No, I'm, I'm not body shaming John Wayne. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying he's a racist asshole. Yeah. He is a bad person for other reasons. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Heart of Darkness, very well written. Yeah. Um, you're gonna get real sad when you read it, (laughs) 
don't go into this expecting a nice like it gets heavy but there's a romp no it's just it's no. from bad to worse in a very entertaining way right. heart of darkness yes good book and exposes you to a lot of other good stuff yes and Vega International Night School by Neon Indian. A fun album to listen to while you read Heart of Darkness. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I like the system we have of just very conflicting things. <laughs> yeah, maybe listen to International Night School after you read Heart of Darkness. Yeah, you'll, you'll need you a little picky. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, do not see Jason Bourne, but no. do read Heart of Darkness and listen to Vega International Night School. Well, what are we going to review next week? That's a good question. It's our tenth episode. Ooh, it's a big one. We might have a thing. We might have a special we thing. <laughs> we might have a special for you. Who knows? We'll see. Um, what's out in the theaters now? Besides Suicide, Suicide Squad. <laughs> um, if we can find a two D one, then yes, I'm not paying. I'm I'm intrigued at this point. Like, it's got the reviews are so bad now that I'm my morbid curiosity is getting the better of me. Um, there's Cafe Society by um, Woody Allen. I still have no idea about that. It looks yeah. interesting. Yeah. We talked about Woody Allen last week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, how uncomfortable Separate he that his. man from his work. Yeah. Um, what else is there? Um, I think Life of Pets yeah. is still playing for some Why? reason. It's not a sequel. There's really? Oh, yeah, it's greenlit. Oh, shit. Did you hear this? Okay, this is just recent movie news that I find entertaining because this is where movies are at now. Mm-hmm. You know that Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, the Harry Potter? It's already got a sequel. Tie-in thing. Yeah, the fucking uh, sequel date. Like... <laughs> This the this movie hasn't come close to coming out, and there is a sequel date set. Does Harry Potter still matter to you? No, it doesn't matter to me. Anymore. I didn't read it at the right time. That was kind of my issue. I read it at the right time. Like I was there opening night at chapters for the final book. Really? Like I was there. I was like I pre-ordered. Like I need this, and I like avoided all my friends for a week as I tried to finish it before them. Hmm. But Harry Potter means very little to me now. Like I didn't care when the movies ended very much. I don't know. I got fucked. Like I read Lord of the Rings before like, I read Harry Potter, and that's like I actually think like something like series of unfortunate events has a bigger impact on my childhood. Than Honestly, that. mine was a Darren Shan series, the Demon. Yeah, Otto. Darren Shan. That was a gr- pretty grisly yeah. kid story. <laughs> um, it, does that explain anything to the? <laughs> yeah, but it's like Harry Potter's like pop culture relevance just seems very week at the moment i i disagree yeah i don't think it's for us necessarily i think like i think it's one of these it's not necessarily polarizing but like there are groups that love 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 harry potter yeah and like, that's fair i don't know maybe it's just a difference thing but like i'm not my facebook has been filled with just like oh the new book and it's this kind of thing and yeah. honestly like my girlfriend she yeah. pre-ordered the thing and picked it up on like the day after, and yeah, really into oh, it. Oh, that that book that's just a script. Yeah, it's a script. Everyone got mad. It's two plays because yeah. everyone thought it was like, oh, it's a script, but it's really a book, right? And, and Rowling's like, no, it's it's a script. People got mad, and then they got mad at her for yeah, she no. said like, it's a script. That is it's not a new story. Entirely on them, and it's also like she isn't like the sole writer. It's co-written by two yeah. other people. I think she just wants to move on at this point. It must be. Annoying. I thought she said she did. I mean, maybe she like, has, but like I think like the fans won't let her. Like you're allowed to double back on like like maybe she didn't have like another story in the series in her. Yeah. But like. But yeah, Fantastic Beats. I'm not. I don't care. Yeah. I, Maybe it's good. I don't like any red. I'm not upset much. about the movie itself. I'm more upset about the fact that it's just like it's already predicted that it's going to make its money back. And it will. It will. And that's kind of what bothers me. Movies I mean, like Star Wars did that. Movies should be risks. Its next three yeah, but out. like that's. I feel like that's a different entity because Star Wars is just like 
clout from the 70s. Well, you just like Star Wars and you don't like Harry Potter. I like Harry Potter. I like the series yeah. fine. It doesn't mean as much to me, but yeah. it's, you know, like... And, like, and, and with Star Wars, it's just, like, this is a continuation of the main series, and with mm-hmm. the Harry Potter ones, it's like, this is a tie-in novel. This is a way into your wallet. Mm. Yep, yeah. Yep. Well, I guess we won't be seeing that. Um... I don't know. Maybe we'll Probably. try to see Closet Monster, but still, I think it's not playing anymore. It'd be nice if we could. Yeah, it'd be nice to look. see something fun. I I don't know. Um, maybe we'll go back to indie movies. This was a a bad. We tried to jump in the mainstream and look what in. happened. <laughs> I hated this movie so much. We got much. betrayed by Hollywood. Um, yeah. Well, we'll let you know. Yep. On probably on the, on the, on the day, day of record. when you hear this, <laughs> um, when you hear the next one. Yeah. So stay safe. Stay cool. <laughs> stay alert. Stay safe. Body break. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, <laughs> I'm convinced the same three men made that entire series. <laughs> well, I guess that's going to do it. Uh, for the B-Roll Podcast, I'm Sean. I'm Justin. Stay good. <laughs>